This is Brother John Metter, and I greet you in the precious name of Jesus, and I pray everyone's doing well. Uh, we had a great, great meeting in Fort Payne, Alabama. God definitely come down and walked among us and moved in many, many situations. Had some people tell us that God done something in their life that they'd never had before, and they've seen a working the moving of the Spirit, and that's a good thing. So we're very excited about our five days that we spent in Fort Payne, Alabama, in a time of prayer and seeking the Lord. There's something I want to talk to you about today, and I'm going to be bringing out some scripture, but I want to talk to you about the youth of our nation. And the youth of our nation is under attack. And some of you, you may not understand what evil spirits are, forces are, but they are definitely under attack by evil spirits and especially the spirit of suicide. So we need to set our hearts on our young people and let's begin to petition and seek the Lord for uh, God to give an awakening and give a moving of His Spirit. And I want to uh, go straight into the Word today. I'm going to be dealing with this. But it's time for every person uh, out there that has a desire to see a move of God in this nation to start petitioning God for our youth, our teenagers, people in their uh, early 20s or, you know, in their 20s because that's the people that have never seen a move of God. I was raised in a move of God. I was raised seeing divine miracles. I was raised in many different types of outpourings of the Holy Ghost and manifestations of God's Spirit. So uh, I've seen a move of God. I know the reality of God, but there are so many people that do not know a reality of God and have never been around a God that is real. So I want to, uh, you to go with me to the book of Isaiah. And I'm going to go to the 40th chapter, and I'm going to begin reading at the 28th verse. It has, it says, Has thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of His understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. The young man shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Then if you go to the book of Amos, the 8th chapter... And I'm going to read the 11th through the 13th verses. Behold, the day comes, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro and seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. In that day shall the fair virgins and the young men faint for thirst. Now this is the time period that Isaiah, uh, same time period that Isaiah saw. He saw 
that the young men, which is your young converts, your young men coming up in the faith, and the fair virgins represent the young people. They represent young converts, people growing in God. And he said they're going to utterly faint, and they're going to faint for thirst because there is no working of the Spirit of God. In the book of Amos, the word there, a faming of hearing the words of God. That word there, if you look it up in the original Greek, it means obedience to. We have entered into a time where people totally disregard the word and there's not an obedience to the word of God among this generation. Uh, you've got people, they want to serve God the way they want to, when they want to, how they want to. And I told my wife one time, I said, I think I'm going to start a website and call it writeyourownbible.com. I said, because that's what people do today. They write their own Bible. They write their own interpretation of the Word of God, and they, they live the way they think is all right. It doesn't matter what the Word of God says. Let me tell you something. You can do that. You can live any way you want to. Nobody is going to force you to live a certain way. The Almighty Himself will not force you. You are given free will, and you are given a choice whether to serve God or not. You can live like you want to. It doesn't matter, but you just remember, come judgment day, you are going to be judged according to the Word of God written in this Holy Bible. So you live how you want to. You do what you want to. You uh, do. You serve Satan. You can live for the devil. You can live in sin. You can be the biggest sinner out there. But there's coming a day that the Word of God will judge you. So... It's your choice. I choose to serve God because I'm afraid of Him. No, because I love Him for what He has done in my life. And we are in the day that Paul wrote to Timothy about in Second Timothy, the fourth chapter, the second through the fourth verse. Preach the Word. The Lord didn't say preach your doctrine. He didn't say preach your tradition. He said preach the Word. Be instant in season and out of season. He's not talking about uh, when somebody calls you to testify. He is talking about here there is a time when the Word of God is in season. And there is a time like the Word of God is out of season. Uh, Paul wrote, I believe it's in 1 Thessalonians 5, Brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you concerning the seasons. There are spiritual seasons. And Paul is writing to Timothy here and saying, Preach the word. Be just as on fire. Be just as zealous. Be just as committed. Be just as determined and dedicated. And in your commitment to walk with God when you're seeing revival, when you're seeing a move of God, when you're seeing people on fire with the word and there's a hunger toward God as it is, 
as you need to be. You need to be just as uh, instant in season as you are when you're fighting hardness and deadness and uh, unbelief. And there is a, a force of power on people you can't seem to break through. You know, Jesus, even his own self, he went back to his hometown where he was raised. And the Bible said he could do no mighty works or no mighty miracles among them because of their unbelief. You are going to hit seasons of unbelief. You're going to hit uh, towns and people and areas where people do not believe God. And there's going to be no working of the Spirit of God. I can remember being an evangelist and having tent revivals. Go to one town, have a great revival, pack the tents out. God would save souls, do great miracle signs and wonders, and maybe go a hundred miles in a different direction, set up in another town, another state, and it would be like you were trying to, as we call, bust concrete. People's spirits are hard. <coughs> Their hearts are hard. There was no moving and working of the Spirit. What causes that? I do not know. But this I do know that the preaching of the Word, if you preach it and you stay constant in it by the Spirit of God and it is anointed by the Holy Ghost, there will come a time, the Word says, that that hammer is like a that rock will break that that hammer will break that rock that word that anointed word of god will break that hardness it will destroy that yoke it will drive that power off of people's hearts and minds and spirits but you have got to preach the word by the unction of the Holy Ghost and the anointing. You have got to be in season and out of season. That word has got to be used to reprove, to rebuke, to exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. We are in that day that people will not endure sound doctrine. I have never Never seen a spirit in my 65 years get on people like it's on them today. I mean, everybody running around with this spirit. They don't need to go to church. They are the church. No, you are not the church. You might be a member of the church or a member of the body of Christ, but you are not the church. The church is made up of many members. The Word of God says in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 that by one Spirit we are baptized into one body. That uh, verses of Scripture in there will teach you that the body is one but have many members and you're not but one member. If you have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and you have been baptized um, into the body of Christ and you are not the church, you are a member of the church. People will not go to church. They will not commit and find a home church. People want to shop around now and find a church that makes their flesh comfortable. That is the worst thing you can do is go find a pastor that you like or a church that makes you comfortable. What you need to be doing is praying and seeking God where the Spirit will place you because the Lord said He has set 
the members in the body as it pleased Him. We are so self-centered and so selfish and so full of the flesh and carnal mind that we want to find a church that we're comfortable with or that pleases us. In other words, people don't want to sit under a word that will bring a reproof, bring a rebuke, bring an exhortation. And He said, do it with all long-suffering and doctrine for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. People today, if the Word gets sound, if it gets solid, if it gets to be a reproof or a rebuke, then they're ready to leave the church. What is it? It's rebellion in people's hearts and minds and lives against the leadership of the Spirit of God. It's nothing but pure old out-and-out rebellion. You cannot become a part of the body and work in ministry if you cannot sit under ministry. Because every one of us in the natural, when we went to school, we had to grow, we had to learn, we had to be edified. We had to be what you would call rebuked or chastised. When I was growing up, they chastised students that did not do their homework, that did not follow instruction that did not apply themselves to learn how to uh, listen to the teacher and apply the teaching to their lives. All this social promotion that's in our society now has spilt over into the church and people do not want to hear a word of sound doctrine. They do not want to hear a word of exhortation and they especially do not want to hear a reproof are a rebuke. You cannot grow in God without a chastening. The Lord said in Hebrews that whom I love, I, I chasten. And every time I, some of you get chastised or chastened, you bow up. I, you get mad in your flesh. I, and you want to run off at the mouth. And you want to mouth about your pastor and your teacher. I, you want to mouth I, because your flesh is out of control. I, you do not have any discipline over your spirit. You do not have any discipline over your carnal mind. You are unruly. And you will not grow in God because a vessel that is undisciplined and unruly and runs off at the mouth when they get corrected and chastised, you will not ever learn to be submitted and be subject. And the Bible plainly teaches for you to submit yourselves uh, and be subject to them that have rule over you in the Lord. Uh, there are people that have submitted themselves to God in prayer, in study, uh, in discipline, in living clean, in walking upright, uh, in working in the Spirit of God uh, and developing a life and a testimony uh, and a good conversation. Conversation means behavior. Uh, 
There are people that has good conversations and good testimonies and good behavior. And they are there to instruct you. They are there to teach you. But there is something in this generation. They refuse to go to the house of God. They refuse to sit under leadership. They refuse to honor God in their giving. They refuse to be a part of the church in prayer and study and worship. All they want to do is get out and preach. You are a loose cannon. You are out from under government. In my book, you are a liar and a hypocrite. And you are a danger to the New Testament church that was set in order on the day of Pentecost that put government and leadership in the church for you to be edified and grow in God. When the New Testament was formed on the day of Pentecost, God said, He said in Ephesians 4 and 11, And I gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. He goes on in verse 12 and it says, For the perfecting of the saints, for the maturity or the completion of the saints. You have got to set under these ministries to become into that perfection, that completion of the saints for the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is leadership, wisdom, guidance, knowledge and understanding to ground you and settle you, to cause your fallow ground to be broken up where you can root yourself in the Word of God. The Word of God tells us to be rooted, grounded, established and settled, settled in the faith, established in the Word of God. It says always abounding in the work of the Lord, getting established, getting settled. And if you will do this, you will never fail. But you've got a generation now, loose cannons, want to live unholy, want to live ungodly and unclean, but yet every word out of your mouth is a rebuke. It's trying to tell people how to live, how to find God when your life is out of order yourself. And you will never go forward in what God has for you. And the only thing that's going to change this is prayer. What has happened to this generation? It's just what Amos said. He said that there will come a day of a famine. Behold, the day comes, saith the Lord God. He said, I will send a famine. God Himself sent this famine across the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing or obedience to hearing or obedience to the words of the Lord. And they shall run from sea to sea. And from the north even to the east they shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord and shall not find it in that day. Shall the fair virgin and the young men faint for thirst. And this is where we are at right now. People will not set under leadership. They will not set under government. They will not learn. They will not be edified. And those that scripture in Ephesians 4 and 12 goes on and says for the edifying of the body of Christ. That means for the erecting or the building of the church. But some of you, you'll run all over the country to hear a prophet or an evangelist or this one or that one. You think we'll prophesy to you and give you a good word of God. The New Testament church is out of order. 
people are out of order. In their relationship with God, there is no government. There is no leadership. That's why the church has no power. But those of you that believe God, those of you that are striving to keep your life in order and under government, you hold fast. Because there is coming an outpouring of the Spirit of God like it did on the day of Pentecost. That's going to bring back the government, the leadership, the power, the authority, the fivefold ministry. And if you people think these evangelists are hard, you think your pastor is hard on you, you just waited these holy apostles and prophets step on the scene like Moses and Elijah and Paul and Peter. They're going to use the word of God for reproof, for rebuke and exhortation. They're going to use this word to teach, to edify, to bring correction, to restore government back to the church, back to the house of God so the church can be built, so people can grow in God, and so the ministry can have its work. The ministry cannot work with pastors, evangelists, and teachers. It has to have those holy apostles and prophets because Ephesians 1 and 20 said we are built on the founding 2 and 20. We are built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Don't tell me you're called of God. Don't tell me you're anointed of God. Don't tell me you're ready to go preach when you are full of rebellion and you are full of wickedness and evil and strife and division. For where strife and envy is, the Bible says there is every evil work. And you are doing nothing but dividing the body of Christ by your rebellion, by your refusal to hear the word of God, by your refusal to come into subjection of those that have paid the price and sat under leadership, of those that had rule over you, you are refusing. And it's caused a famine of hearing of the Word of God in our churches today. And our young people are fainting. Our young men are fighting, failing for thirst. And spirits of suicide and other demonic forces have come in and attacked the church because the church is not equipped to deal with them. Because too many people are out of order just trying to have good church and have a good time and do their own thing. The Spirit of God is government. It is order. It is leadership. It is wisdom. It is understanding. Let me see if I can find a scripture for you. Uh, Give me just a minute here. I am going to the book of Isaiah. And I believe I want the 11th chapter. Let me get there and let me see what I can find. All right, I'm just going to start at 11 and 1. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. That's talking about Jesus. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. All you people that think all the Holy Ghost in is a jerk and a shouting, talking in tongues, you need to sit down and study your Bible. Because it goes on and says, The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, 
the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And that fear is reverence and respect. There's some of you, you have no reverence, you have no respect for leadership, you have no respect for people that have disciplined their lives and sought God for wisdom and understanding to be able to counsel you and give you direction that has sought God for knowledge to be able to help the body. And in verse 3 it says it shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes neither reprove after the hearing of his ears but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. That's the word. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. We are coming into a day when the word of God will be preached. The kingdom of heaven is coming. It's on its way and it will be established in a word of righteousness and holiness and a word of reproof and rebuke that God himself will ordain and will back and he will judge the wicked. He will smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the word of his mouth because our God is the faithful and righteous judge and he's moving in to do what he needs to do to set his church in order. And you rest assured in the one thing. There is a revival coming to this young generation. But it takes prayer. It takes seeking God. It takes coming to what God has for His people and following a plan. And people don't want to follow a plan. But in Hosea 10 and 12, He said, Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. That is ground that is either unplowed or ground that has been plowed and is hardened over. Right? People's ground is hard. Right? We are in that day they will not endure sound doctrine. Right? But he said, break up your fallow ground for this time right? to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. It takes the Lord to rain righteousness. I didn't say self-righteousness. I didn't say self-government. I said It's time to seek the Lord. Sow to yourself in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground for it's time to seek the Lord till He come and rain righteousness upon you. This is Brother Matter. I thank you for listening. I pray this word stirs your heart and your soul, but I'm really troubled about our youth. I'm troubled... Because I uh, heard a recent report uh, that a youth pastor somewhere committed suicide. And it's got a lot of young people upset and it needs to. And you mamas and daddies out there, you understand that this is not just a thought process. This is an evil, tormenting spirit that wars against people's minds and gives them no peace and tells them that the only way they're going to have peace is in the ever after. And it torments and pressures them until they they either get help 
and get delivered from this spirit or they commit suicide. And you know and understand that every young person out there, every person out there that is around somebody that is battling this spirit, especially if they are in a place of ministry, this spirit can get on people around this type of spirit. It's not just attacking one. It is attacking our younger generation. And the only thing that's going to change it is prayer and seeking God and get into a church that has deliverance, that stands up against these forces and powers. And there's so many people in churches today that do not understand unclean spirits and spirits with powers and forces of Satan. This is our generation. This is the future of our generation that the devil is trying to stop to keep a move of God from coming forth and breaking out. And it's time to fight for these young people. Please fight for us and with us. I would greatly appreciate you supporting this broadcast to keep this word on the air. And I will preach it as long as I'm given the privilege and as long as I'm able. But I'm asking every one of you out there today, if you thank God for this kind of a word, then you sit down and write me a letter. You write me at Brother John, J-O-H-N, Matter, M-E-A-D-O-R. And you give me your prayer request. And when you send your prayer request, you include a donation to keep this broadcast on the air because this broadcast will raise a standard against the enemy. You write me at P.O. Box 1618 Conyers, C-O-N-Y-E-R-S, Georgia, 30012 and you make your contributions payable to World W-O-R-L-D Revivals R-E-V-I-V-A-L-S and they are tax deductible. Go to our website mansentfromgod.org and check out everything that we're doing and I pray for you, pray for us and may God bless you till our next broadcast.